Continuing along here, Cheshbon number Yudalad, number 14, the Cheshbon of the love that we have for Kodesh Baruch Hu as a reciprocation for the love that he has for us. And it's clear that Kodesh Baruch Hu loves us as the Pasuk says, Hashem says, not because you're more numerous that Hashem chose you, Kodesh Baruch Hu has a love for us. And the nature of people is that when they feel the love from other people, they respond in kind. So when we have such an experience and do feel a euphoria of love for somebody else because of the way they're treating us in such a kind and good-hearted way, in a loving way, at that moment, says the Chavis Avavis, at that time, when we feel that sort of emotion, we should then translate it and make sure in our mind we say, you know what, this is really the way we should be behaving towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us all the time. Sometimes we feel it and see it more apparently than others. But it's always there. So even when we experience with somebody else, and we feel, oh, we really feel attached to this person, I want to do for that person. As Yaakov felt for Yosef when he was reunited. We have to then translate it into our love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and doing Hashem's Ratz, and that's how we express our love for Hashem. We do what He wants, what he wants us to do. And now He goes further, and He says, And to complete this idea, something also that's quite well known, someone who is a friend of our fathers, He's been a friend for years, my father knew him, my grandfather knew him, this is an old family friend. We have to show, mention, and express this love with respecting him, with loving him. Even in, in, in the Velt, it's like that. That's the way it is by people. You know, you have a, pre- a friend, an acquaintance, you, you, you work with this fellow, but then there's a family friend. He's a family friend. You know, family friends sit at a special table by the Hasidah. You know, there's not one. Oh, he's a family friend. Sometimes they sit at the family table because they're a family friend. And we know that we treat those people with greater respect, greater love because of the long, ongoing and long-standing relationship. And here we say, how does this translate to Hashem? Because, like Shlomo Melech saw it this way. Re'acho, your friend. Ve're'a'avicho. And... The friend of your father's, Al Tazev, do not forsake him. And as there's a special emphasis, someone who is your friend, and this person was already a friend of your father's. He did business with your father, they used to play golf together, they would have ruses, in any way they were a friend of each other's. And now you continue that relationship to the next generation, this same friend who was a friend of your father's or your grandfather's, now he's friendly with you. You have a special kinship, a special family relationship with Him. The same goes with Hashem. What does this Pasuk have to do with Hashem? So there's a famous Gemara. Everybody knows the Gemara. Shabbos Tavlamar Aleph. A potential convert, a non-Jew, comes to Shammai and says, Teach me the Torah on one foot, and with that I will convert. And... Shammai says, where's my stick? Takes his stick and sends him, chases him out. 
You think you just, uh, you learned one, one halakh and that's it? You know it, everything? Nah, it takes more than that. But Hillel felt, when he came to Hillel, Hillel felt, I see this sincerity over here in this man's heart. He says, I'll give you the one foundation that everything stands on. And he says, What you hate to be done to you, do not do to your friend. And he says, that's the whole Torah. The rest, you go learn the details. What does he mean? What does that mean? Don't do, sounds like, you know, be nice to another person in your interpersonal relationships. Be nice. Really? How does that teach you about Shabbos? How does that teach you about Kashrus and Tefillin? I'll be nice to every person in the world. Does that, does that require me to put on Tefillin? Tefillin is one of the mistresses in the Torah. Does that require me to keep Shabbos? Where do you see from this passage? It says Rashi, because when it says here, when we say don't do to your friend what you don't want to do to yourself, who's that friend we're talking about? Says Rashi, the friend is HaKadosh Baruch Rashi says, Re'acha v're'yeyovicha al-tazav. Say HaKadosh Baruch Hu, al-tavr al-dvorov. Don't disobey him. Don't forsake him. Don't not listen to his words. Just like you wouldn't want your friend not to listen to what you ask him to do. So to Hashem, who's your friend? And not only is your friend, he's been your father's friend. He's been your grandfather's friend. Don't forsake him. Don't disobey him. Indeed, if we use that overarching principle in our lives, that's the whole Torah. Now, the rest, Zil Gemur, Hillel says, you got to go learn. You got to know what it means to keep Shabbos. You could want to keep Shabbos. Oh, I love Hashem so much and he's my best friend, quote unquote, but I have no idea what it means to keep Shabbos. So of course you have to learn the halachas. You have to know what to do. You have to know what, what kashras is. You have to know what, how you put on a pair of tefillin. Certainly. But the idea of listening to the friend and not disobeying, that comes in this passage. Do not forsake your friend who has been a friend of your father's reign. And Hashem already mentioned us in the Torah itself. His special covenant with our forefathers, and his watchful eye, his concerned eye over us, because of his relationship with the with the Avos, and to uphold that special covenant that he had with our forefathers. like it says, so in addition to the fact that Hashem says, I love you not because you are more numerous, but rather I have a special affection for you. That's number one, Hashem says. And the next passage says, and another reason I love you so much is because I'm guarding this bris, this covenant that I took up with your forefathers, this shmua, this oath that we took together that I will never forsake them. And we hear those words from the Torah. Hashem says, I never forsake you. The Chavazavah says, Hashem is saying really to us, then don't forsake me. Don't disobey me. That's what this Cheshben is all about. And many other Psukim that really describe this relationship. And therefore, says Chavazavah, after I've been talking everything about love and kinship, and a relationship so beautiful 
now he gets serious with us. And he says, Therefore, Vanu and us, if we don't put in this trust in our nefesh on Hashem, and we don't rely on His kindness, if we're not taken and shake, wanting to have a a, a a relationship of love with Him, and to cling to His avodah. In other words, if we're not ready to trust in Hashem in everything in life, because there's so much we have to trust Him for, especially if we want to keep the Torah. We have to trust Him that I don't work on days I'm not allowed to work, I don't try to cut corners when I'm not allowed to cut corners, and we trust Hashem in every what way. And we just do His ratzen. We do what he, I know, therefore, I don't talk bad about somebody else. Why? Because the terrorists said, I'm not allowed to talk bad. Yeah, but it may cook. I trust Hashem for that. And I want to show my avid to him and cling to his avoda. More than that, not only in my mind, not only in my action, but. And if we don't express with tefillah before Hashem, so if we don't live up to this expectation, that means we don't trust Hashem, we don't rely on Him, we're not being moved by the Av of Hashem and want to stick to His Avodah, and we don't express ourselves in Tefillah. See how he says what Tefillah is? We pour out our emotions, we pour out our words. That's what Tefillah is. Tefillah is not just reading a book, Siddur. Tefillah is pouring out our, our emotions to Hashem, talking to Hashem. If we don't do that, says the Rebbe, how thick are we? How thick is our nature that it doesn't penetrate? And we're so stiff-necked. We're stubborn. And our faith is so minuscule. And how difficult we are that we are not drawn after what's really true and real in this world. We're not remembering the Abba that Hashem had towards our fathers, our forefathers. Are we not ready to pay back all of the kindness that Hashem has shown to our forefathers and us? Are we not going to at least for what Hashem has promised and Hashem's showing how close He is? Are we not going to do because of the great goodness that Hashem has given to us. Should we not listen to everything Hashem says because of the abundance of kindness that He's done? Even the fact that Hashem created us. Are we not going to be ashamed? So, everything started very flowery and and good, but now He gets serious. And He's saying, Let's talk taklas and tish. Put put it on the table here. What really means the other side of this coin is that we're not ready to live up to this expectation that this is someone who have a long-standing relationship and who has expressed and shown his love for our forefathers and our fathers and us, and he continues to do for us, and it therefore is incumbent upon us to show it back to him to show our, and express our love to Hashem that therefore we obey what He says. We don't want to disobey Him. We don't want to go against His His rulings. We don't want to go against His laws. 
because I think it's easier for me or because I'm too lazy or because I'm too stubborn. Says the Rebbe Zabavis, it just shows such a lack of faith. It shows so such a thick skull. It shows that just devoid of of expression and emotion, we should be ashamed of ourselves. Okay? He says, I know why this is happening, says Chavazavavis. Awaken, my brother. Because you're sleeping. That's the problem. You're sleeping at the wheel. You're not paying attention. How did you get how did you get this? You know, he says, you know what the problem with us are? We're like hypnotized. We're in a deep sleep and a slumber. We've been hypnotized. By who? By the Yetzirah. Awake from this, from this Shein Azaz, from this sleep, the Goyal Me'alibcha, and reveal from your heart the Mosach Yitzricha. It's the shield. It's a covering. It's a curtain from the Yetzirah that he has put out. That's the problem. Deep down, we're not thick-skinned. We're not thick-skulled. We're good people. But the Yetzirah has spun his web. The Yetzirah has caught us in his clutches. He's built a thick mechitza over us that this, these ideas and this sort of emotion doesn't penetrate that mechitza. He's built this wall at Shehivdil Ben Cho that he's separated between you and between your seichel, the light of your seichel. Every yid, of course, knows what's right. But he has built up layers upon layers. Just like the muscle of a spider who spins its web and he spins it again and again until he blocks out the light from the window. The used to be the sun used to shine bright in the day and then now the, the spider spun its web and he, a thicker and thicker and thicker web and it just blocks out some of the sunlight. Kasha Yasmin, as he continues to do it, Yavavayistam, he gets thicker and he closes it up. It stops the stump from coming into the house. So, this is his marshal. And when have they see, he now seems to divert to a new topic, dealing with the Yetzirah. And the Yetzirah is like this spider who spins its web and it gets thicker and thicker. And so is with the Yetzirah, as we will see in Mitzvah tomorrow night. But just to conclude this idea of knowing that Hashem is really our best friend, who has been our, the friend of our fathers, the friend of all previous generations. Because of that, we have to express back our, our love to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like it says in the Gemara, what you don't want done to you, don't do unto others. A good tonight.